0: by Riverside. Hello and welcome to another episode of Men and Gitch, the bi-weekly video game news podcast where uh, two dudes who are almost certainly in their gitch tell you about all the video game stuff you might have missed in the past two weeks. Uh, It's me again, Gage, and uh, I'm here with good old Brandon, the man. How are you doing?
1: Hey, how's it going? Uh it's a lovely day here in beautiful Las Vegas. And uh I'm here. We're we're ready to talk about some video games. How about yourself, man?
0: Good. Good. You sound you sound frail, like you're withering away.
1: You know, that's just what living with rad scorpions does to you.
0: Yeah, you got you have you gotten stung too many times in the past couple of weeks?
1: Oh yeah, I've practically become one, but
0: uh, have you actually ever been stung by a scorpion?
1: No. The scorpions out here, if you get hit, if you get stung by them, they will kill you.
0: <laughs> oh, okay, see. That's what I was curious about. Cuz like in Canada, we don't have anything interesting like all the spiders like they'll bite you, but they don't do anything. So I'm like, "Oh, is there like different variations of scorpions where it's like some that'll just like, oh, it'll itch a little bit, but no, they all they all pretty much just kill you immediately?"
1: No, there are some that uh there are some that will just sting, but like out here my biggest problem are arizona bark scorpions and they are one of the most dangerous scorpions in north america
0: is that the one you found in your fucking drawer the other day yes (laughs) jesus christ get out of there
1: and and that puppy was a cool four inches long from tip from like claw to tail
0: four inches baby that's crisp that's that fucking magic number
1: they get bigger too I mean, we've seen some six inchers around here too. Some puppies get big. Ooh! Yeah. God it all damn. just depends on how long you let them live. <laughs> so
0: That's terrifying. Um Okay, so another news, uh aside from National Geographic, uh what uh what have you been up to? What have you been playing? What have you uh, what have you been spending your time with the past two weeks?
1: You know, the usual. Just Tarkov and hmm. Working on my truck and my car, but...
0: Yeah. the Nova?
1: Yeah, Yeah, man. Yeah. I'm about to be all fast and furious, gonna give Dom Toretto a run for his money over here.
0: Nice. Nice. But,
1: uh, other than that, yeah, and I've, uh... I was going to jump back into Ghost of Tsushima to play the Iki Island expansion, but I never got around to that.
0: Yeah, um tarkov is man it's got a fucking it's got a nasty hold on me and it sounds like you too man like it's it's hard to fucking play anything other than it like it's so the gameplay loop is so satisfying and it's yeah it's it's tough I'm still fucking playing tarkov um yeah, i mean uh yeah. I've been uh, actually I've been ripping a lot of Need for Speed Heat as well, which is uh, okay. surprisingly crossplay. I did not know that, and I don't think they advertise that at all, but it's just fully cross-play. So i I'm playing that with uh with Sheldon and all the other plebs that are on console and uh it's uh, it's pretty fun. It plays like a souped-up uh Asphalt, like the mobile games. It's very it's very arcadey, but uh very fun. You can uh, pimp your huh. cars uh a lot too. You actually might like it. Uh I'd I'd recommend uh, if it's on sale, pick that up. We can all play that
1: yeah dude that'd be dope
0: but uh we've got quite a bit to talk about it was an eventful past couple of weeks we had gamescom that uh, came and went and um, quite a few juicy rumors not too many but uh, some juicy ones so we're gonna fill you all in and uh, we're gonna we're gonna do that right now with news item numero one which is that Intel has announced that it is officially uh Launching some gaming GPUs starting in 2022, uh, the graphic cards will use the Intel Arc branding. They released a small snippet of um, games running on Intel Arc, but there was no metrics or anything, so it really was just a scissor reel of video games. It didn't really didn't really show a whole lot, but uh, I mean, it's interesting. I mean, that's a third. We now have a third manufacturer for graphics cards that uh, will be making cards that you can't get your hands on. So that's kind of neat.
1: Yeah, for real. I hope they uh, like release some benchmarks or something within some time soon, because just showing us what the GPUs can do doesn't really tell us much. Right. But...
0: I mean, all it did was show. Yeah, exactly. All it did was show games running, and it didn't really is this good is this high frame rate i don't know i have no idea right
1: like i can show you games running on a fucking 570 ti like
0: yeah it's uh yeah it's it was it was weird it was a weird clip to show but if uh if there's people out there that are like super heavy into like the intel and they're super brand loyal i mean it's kind of cool for them because now you can have a fully a full intel build if you want and maybe they'll have some sort of um smart access delivery type thing uh to rival ryzen where if you use an intel cpu and an intel gpu you get some sort of bonus and processing power or whatnot so it'll be team interesting to see how it's uh how it shakes up yeah absolutely though fuck fuck intel all right ryzen all the way
1: team um, red
0: uh team red for cpus though the fucking amd graphic cards suck. i
1: don't know i have both team red all the way
0: oh you're full team red eh yeah no you can't pull me away from nvidia I'm uh, I'm all about that the video. red and green He's baby. All... It's Christmas over here.
1: He's all about that DLSs.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: That's okay. I can't even use Smart Access Memory.
0: <laughs> oh no! Is, it not, is which one's not? Support- it's... Oh, it? Is the processor, isn't it?
1: No, my processor supported, but the GPU isn't. Oh really? Yeah. Interesting. You have to have um. Like a 5000 series or better for smart access memory
0: i would have thought the 1600 also wouldn't that was too far no back, but that's that's cool that for the uh it. the gpu yeah
1: yeah the 1600 supports it i'm pretty sure but anyways moving on destiny 2 is getting a new expansion called uh titled the witch queen this expansion will drop on february 22nd 2022 and will include new weapons New crafting systems and a subclass rework for the warlock, and a new world to explore.
0: Yes, lots of uh, exciting things happening in uh, in the Destiny space. I know a uh, friend of the show, Rashan, is going to be fucking hyped to uh, to get into this. I actually you know what's funny, before I did before I finally caved and bought Tarkov, because I had I had you telling me about it, I had coworkers tell me about it, um, I actually did kinda get stuck back into Destiny Two. It's uh it's come a long way and it is very, very fun. And uh, if I ever get sick of Tarkov, I, I think that might be the game I go back to uh, before Halo launches and uh, and play. So yeah, if you're somebody who's thinking about getting into Destiny Two, I mean it's definitely a good time to do it. They've uh, they've re- they fixed out a lot of the bugs and the kinks uh, when it first came out and it's, uh, it's a solid experience and uh, this looks pretty cool. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of lore stuff. There's a lot of like uh, universe story reasons why people are super excited for this. So um, I don't really know a lot about that, but in terms of uh, content, it's your standard expansion, new weapons, new worlds, all that good stuff.
1: Yeah, same thing here, dude. I picked up Destiny Two and one of the, or a couple of the different DLCs, not too long ago, but <laughs> Tarkov. It's just yeah. got that that effect on you. So.
0: It does. It's it sucks too because Tarkov is like, it, the 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 problem with me is that i enjoy just like the fundamental gameplay of it like the gunplay and all that stuff so it's like even if i'm doing bad i'm still hooked because i enjoy it just playing it so that's it's like it's not even like one of those games where if i lose three matches i'll stop playing and play something else it's like no if i i can lose all day long but i'm just gonna play tarkov for eight hours because it's just fun to play
1: right exactly (laughs)
0: yeah yeah so um Moving on to number three, Fortnite is launching an imposter mode, which is uh, pretty much exactly an Among Us clone. Uh, Two imposters need to eliminate the crew without getting caught, while the crew needs to perform a set number of tasks to win the match, and this has kind of stirred up some controversy. Uh, There's two parts to it. There's one part, people saying that the map looks like exactly the same as Among Us. I actually disagree with that. I don't think they look the same at all, but... Um, the main controversy is that this is just a, a, a ripoff, a massive corporation taking, um, you know, ideas that uh, a small independent studio made and then cashing big on them, uh, which I personally am not a huge fan of. It's kind of shitty. Um, the reason I'm I'm really kind of put off by this is that uh, Fortnite's gimmick as of late has been that it collaborates with all these different ips and all these you know master chiefs in there kratos is in there they do all this marvel stuff so it's like you really couldn't throw this the studio of like four people a bone and like give them a fraction of what you've given the other companies and do like an official fortnite among us collab and and uh yeah i feel like that would have been a much more ethical way to do it but uh no they're just sort of ripping off the mode and Pretty much the long and the short of it is you can play Among Us in Fortnite if you want for some reason.
1: (laughs) And at the same time, the Season 10 Fortnite uh, update is coming with Naruto characters. And I don't know about you, but I'm a huge Naruto fan. I don't play Fortnite, but I love Naruto. I just think that's cool.
0: That's how they're getting people, though. See, they almost got me when they brought Master Chief to it, but I'm like, no, I don't like Fortnite. I'm not gonna spend money on it. But see, that's that's their that's their end game, right? Is that they they uh, I think they got Roshan um, with the Ariana Grande because he's a huge Ariana Grande fan, and they added her to the game. So it's like that that's that's their strat. They just wait. Sooner or later, there's gonna be something that you love that's in Fortnite, and that little part of your brain's like, ooh, I can I can play with that person. And do things, and then it it gets you, right? But, uh, (laughs) yeah. So, you know, giant corporations doing evil corporation shit. Nothing nothing really new. But, uh, yeah. So, if you want to play Among Us in Fortnite, um, you can do that, I guess.
1: As Naruto.
0: As Naruto, yeah.
1: Yeah. Moving on to news piece number four. Psychonauts 2 has released to universal critical acclaim. The game launched on August 24th and is currently a 4.9 out of 5 on Google reviews, an 88% on Metacritic and overwhelmingly positive on Steam. Aliens Fireteam Elite also released on the 24th to positive and mixed reviews. This game currently sits at a 70 on Metacritic and similar scores on both sides. Both games are available on Xbox One series x and s ps4 ps5 and pc
0: yeah i did you play the original psychonauts i did not i yeah i haven't i didn't know that this game had the cult following it had but i guess i i was kind of watching uh reviews and and looking into the second game and it's it's a really neat premise it seems like this is xbox's uh ratchet and clank where it's like just a wholesome, really funny, really slick, uh, really pretty game. Uh, I guess that you play as like these agents that are, it's, it's kind of like that Disney movie inside where it's like these agents are like assigned to like people's brains or something like that. And like the enemies you fight will be like regrets or doubts and stuff like that. It, it seems really yeah. neat. And uh, it's, I mean, it's free on game pass, so I'm probably going to download it and give it a go. Um, but uh, it's good to see some positive, uh, uh, positive press being thrown xbox's way because they've kind of uh, had a little bit of struggle with uh, with some halo stuff that we'll get into later but um yeah congrats to uh double fine and tim Schafer and all the guys over there um and uh fireteam elite seems kind of interesting there's a lot of left for dead clones out there i mean you and i played the back for blood beta as we talked about in the last episode and yeah. i don't know if i've seen enough here to sort of justify having two of those on the go because i think uh black for blood comes out early october so yeah i don't know if i'll pick up this one but uh people are enjoying it so you know hey the drought's finally coming to an end if you uh if you like that stuff does it, has uh, alien fire teams piqued your interest at all
1: no but the way you just described psychonauts 2 did so
0: yeah yeah i think i might give that a go i think i might give that a go it looks it looks like a lot of fun and I need yeah. uh oh and the biggest thing I heard that really that really uh, sort of caught my ear was that people were saying it feels like you're playing like an old ps2 game like it just it has that nostalgic feeling with the way it plays and the way it moves which is similar to ratchet and Clank right so yeah and uh, I know you're a big ratchet and clank guy so yeah this might be something to keep on your radar
1: Yeah, I own all of them except for the ps5 one
0: <laughs> no <laughs> yeah because he uh, can't find any yep yep yeah um, okay, moving on to the big section of today's show, which is uh, Gamescom 2021. Maybe they had a three-day event this past week, starting on Tuesday, uh, going through Thursday, I believe. Um, and there were plenty of announcements. There were three separate shows. There was an Xbox-exclusive Xbox, uh, Xbox exclusive conference, uh, and then there was Jeff Keighley's Opening Night Live, which had a bunch of different publishers showing up. And then there was also an indie uh, centric um, event on the, that was, which was the last conference, the third conference. Uh, we're just kind of going to summarize some of the biggest announcements. If you guys want to check that stuff out, there's plenty of write-ups that will go over every single thing announced. There was a lot. So like I said, we're just going to uh, talk about some of the biggest takeaways, uh, which are the following. Uh, we got 15 minutes of Elden Ring gameplay with lots of details with the game's mechanics thoroughly explained. Um, so I know that's a huge game that a lot of people are hyped for. Are you are you a Souls fan? Are you into those games?
1: Um see I play Tarkov, so I do enjoy being stressed. Um <laughs> the Dark Souls games were really nice and I I probably give Elden Ring a shot. So
0: Right. I've heard a lot of people compare it to uh like it's like the Dark Souls version of Breath of the Wild. This is the open world one. There's you know uh, you can kind of go about your own pace and there's lots of things to explore and discover so if yeah. you're somebody who's into souls and you, i know that a lot of them have been very linear with sort of hub worlds and stuff like that it seems like this is uh this is going to shake up the formula a little bit and i know obviously you can't go fucking anywhere on the internet without hearing about elden Ring. so
1: <laughs> i'm
0: sure that uh people are just clamoring to get their hands on this one um Marvel's Midnight Suns uh is coming March 2022 uh with a gameplay reveal scheduled for early September so no gameplay as of yet but it is an XCOM an XCOM style turn-based RPG uh and no you can't romance Iron Man sorry uh ladies and gents there will be uh there's no Richard Downey Jr for you all right it's not happening
1: Um <laughs>
0: Saints Row is getting a reboot, aptly titled Saints Row. Uh, we've seen gameplay and cinematics. Uh, the game will focus on new characters in a new setting and will release in February 2022. Uh, so that's kind of a surprise one. Um, but uh, that I don't know how I feel about this one, only for the fact that it's coming to Xbox One and PS4, and uh, that hasn't been working out so well for some of the games that uh, that do that so i don't know about that but i mean it looks fun that's yeah. it's cool uh it's been a while since we played saints i didn't really like the uh the saints row four and all the goofy ones they did after that with the superpowers and the demons and all that so it's been a while since we had a a somewhat grounded but still super zany saints row yeah no kidding yeah the um the long rumored and much dreaded horse uh whoops that's a whole (laughs) other different kind of game that's a whole other different kind of game (laughs) the the long rumored much dreaded her i almost did it again (laughs) fuck i want to say forza horizon but that's not it horizon forbidden west the gorilla game uh the delay that everyone has been uh sort of waiting for has been officially confirmed so unfortunately the ps5 exclusive Will now launch on February eighteenth, twenty twenty two. So, yeah, if you are if you are one of the few people that managed to get a PS five and you are waiting for that this holiday, you are gonna have to wait a little bit longer. It's not too much of a delay; it's only a couple months, but that's coming in twenty twenty two now. Twenty twenty two is fucking stacked. Now it's absolutely nuts. Yeah, um, ten minutes of Call of Duty Vanguard was shown, and it's it's a lot like Modern Warfare, except less modern. So there is that. Uh, a final preview for Deathloop has been circulating around uh, to gaming outlets in the form of a six-hour demo. So, lots of people have played it and given their impressions. Uh, the first impressions of the Xbox-published Sony exclusive are very positive. So, huh. that'll be uh, that'll be an interesting one to keep your eye out if you have a PlayStation. I think I'm not too sure. I think this one might be coming to Steam Day and Date. I don't know if that's true. I, f- I have a feeling it is, but it might not. I mean, it's a good chance it's not. But uh, yeah. if it does come to PC, I might pick that one up because I am kind of jonesing for some uh, for some arcane style games.
1: Yeah, for real.
0: Uh, Lego Star Wars: The Skywalker Saga gets a gameplay trailer and a spring 2022 release window. Death Stranding Director's Cut received a lengthy gameplay trailer showcasing a healthy amount of new content and features coming to Kojima's surprise hit. New vehicles, weapons, missions, and a lot less Monster Energy drinks are coming to PS5 on September 24th. That is, of course, the biggest takeaway, is that Monster Energy drink must have pulled their sponsor for some reason. Because you can't make Norman Reedus drink five of them now. They're just generic energy drinks. Dang. Sad. Sad. sad.
1: R.I.P. Monster Energy drinks.
0: You were a real one, man. You were a real one. Uh, we got another 42 minutes of Forza Horizon Five gameplay, or at least that's what it felt like. Bringing the total for this summer to 4.8 hours of shiny cars and stupidly detailed Mexico being random in my eyeballs. Um, yeah. So <laughs> there's just more. It's more Forza Horizon. It looks fucking gorgeous. I don't know why they keep showing so much of just racing, but they do. So if you want to oogle over some super high res cars, you've got uh, you've got that to look forward to. Uh, we got another Dying Light 2 Stay Human gameplay trailer um, showcasing the factions within the game and some new parkour moves. Not a whole lot there. And then finally, our last big takeaway from Gamescom is that there was a lot of Halo news, um, including the release of a limited edition Halo themed Xbox Series X console, which looks crisp. Amazing. Looks absolutely amazing just beautiful. Uh, a Master Chief styled Elite Series 2 controller, which is uh, a bit more divisive among people. I think it looks super awesome, but I know people that don't like two-tone looks, they don't like the, the green and black, but I love it. Um, and a confirmation for Halo Infinite's release date. The console and controller will launch on Xbox's and Halo's 20th anniversary, which is November 15th, while the Infinite, well, Halo Infinite the game will release on December 8th. Um, does any, is there anything here that I've just sped through, um, any, any huge takeaways from Gamescom? Is there something that I didn't mention that really caught your eye?
1: Uh, not really. I mean, you pretty much summarized everything very well. The, (laughs) um, Lego Star Wars, man, I practically grew up on those games. I loved them so much. It's good to see them doing another one, so. Yeah,
0: I've got a lot of friends that, uh, have, like, played all of them and just, uh, uh absolutely love them so yeah, yeah. get another one it's been they didn't do one for the last jedi and for rise of skywalker right this is this is kind of like all of those games i think
1: yeah uh, i think so yeah it's pretty much yeah. all of the skywalker it's the skywalker saga yeah because so. i knew
0: people were kind of wondering where they went for a little bit because they took a couple of years off it seems but yeah, yeah i don't uh, i don't i don't mess around with those games but i know i have friends that are just super hyped for it so you got that to look forward to. Um I was able to after so I was watching the gamescom uh live stream at work. Um while while working away I had it playing in the background listening to my earbuds and as soon as they announced this Xbox console I went right up to the break room and started re- fucking refreshing away and uh and Sheldon uh actually did as well. He was trying to get one and uh we uh we both did manage to get the console, which is pretty sweet. Uh, I know there's a lot of people that weren't able to get them and they were going up on eBay for like triple the price almost immediately. So uh, that was pretty sweet. I was a happy boy about that, but um, yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty much, that's pretty much the biggest stuff at a Gamescom. Like I said, there's a, there's a quite a few write-ups that you can find if you want to find all the nitty gritty details, but those are the biggest stories that we felt uh, was worth talking about uh, from Gamescom 2021.
1: Okay, moving on, since we were already just on the topic of Halo, we've had quite a bit of news surrounding Halo Infinite come out over the past few weeks. In a recent video update uploaded to Halo's YouTube channel, creative lead Joseph Staten has revealed that co-op campaign and the highly anticipated Forge will not be in the game on launch. The co-op campaign will launch with the arrival of Season 2 and the Forge with Season 3. Seasons are expected to be about three months long, meaning that we should expect to see Forge about six months after launch and to play the story with the boys in about three months after launch. In another turn of events, a Twitter interaction between Halo Infinite developer and a fan Um revealed that the battle pass progression will exclusively be earned by completing challenges instead of experience which left the fan base disappointed because 343's previous comments were stating that they didn't want the game to feel like a chore to play to progress and the final piece of halo infinite news for the day would be that they uh the next Planned technical flight will focus on PvP and will include a big team battle.
0: Yeah, there's a lot to unpack there. Um, it's been yeah. f- Let me let me tell you from the Halo camp, it's been a rough. It's been a rough uh, year. <laughs> it's been a fucking emotional roller coaster with this game. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, if we're gonna break it down point by point, no co-op campaign uh, on launch is probably the is probably the worst bit of news like i feel like that's the most i don't i don't want to use the word unacceptable because this is i mean it's a video game at the end of the day but like that is the most kind of like really like you really don't have it in there um uh it's it's unfortunate i mean there is a really good um reddit post uh from a 343 developer um they they use the throwaway account and they just went on this huge spiel but the game it's uh it, it looks pretty solid I think it's safe to say that it's a real developer, but anyways, they were explaining how the open world element um, is kind of throwing things at a whack, especially with like respawns, because it's like, oh, if you have everybody fuck off and do their own thing, and somebody dies, do they respawn on another player? In which place? In which case, they have to drive all the way back and net coding and whatnot. So, like, I get that it's tough, but I kind of thought that's what the extra year was for—was to work all that stuff out. And they had, you know, the coalition coming in and help them and. And a bunch of other studios uh, help out with the game, so that's really unfortunate. Uh, personally, I'm really upset about Forge Mode, but I know that's not everybody's cup of tea. So that's that's not you know some people will be upset, some people won't. But uh, yeah. this battle pass progression thing is really worrying because yeah, you can't you won't you won't get progress for your for your battle pass just by playing the game. You have to complete challenges to get uh, stuff. So pretty much this whole return of sandbox gameplay that everybody's really excited about halo infinite for uh it's kind of being turned on its head because it's not just oh play with the weapons you like and and sort of uh play the way you want to play well no it's like oh if i want to unlock that armor piece i've got to get 10 kills with the sniper so now i've got everybody's running to the sniper and if you're not good with the sniper and you don't want to use the sniper too bad you've got to use it because you've got to get those challenges to get that armor piece so this game has just been a fucking it's just been a roller coaster because it's like I, you know, I was able to get into the flight and the gameplay is rock fucking solid. They nailed the gameplay of this game. It feels modern and it feels nostalgic all in the same go and the amount of things you can customize on your Spartan is great. It is a return to reach, but we're now in the era of battle passes, so you have to unlock all those cool things this stupid, redundant way and uh, yeah, man, it seems like we just can't get a solid win with Halo Infinite. We'll get one piece of good news and then two pieces of of uh of stuff of of negative news follows and it's 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 rough it's 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 rough i want to be excited i want uh you think you think with this game xbox would take the hit on some of this stuff like i know they're a business they want to make money but you think they'd try and just come out with this with just pure positive energy and like yeah we want to monetize everything but maybe we'll hold back because we want halo to sort of have a good comeback, but it seems like they're just more focused on turning this into another free-to-play service game, and it's just uh, it's disappointing to see.
1: Yeah. I think they kind of took inspiration for the completing challenges to progress in your battle pass from Apex, because Apex did that quite a few seasons ago. They went from just playing the game to level up your battle pass, now you have to deal 2,000 damage as lifeline, or just to get a stars like there's you get 10 stars it's a battle pass level type thing so yeah maybe see, it's I'm something not... along the lines of that
0: so. yeah see i'm I, I personally i'm not a fan of that stuff especially in, in a in an marina schooner where it's all about sandbox and doing things you want to do i hate i hate that i'm going to be coerced into using weapons i don't want to use to unlock armor pieces and this is this is on top of all the already previously existing, you know, uh, controversies like armor coatings and whatnot. So it's yeah, it's unfortunate. I'm hoping that maybe we can there'll be enough of an outcry that they'll reconsider before launch. Um, because uh, that's the other thing. I played the the flight, and they had a small sort of flight version of the battle pass, and they had increased XP gains so that you could get through it faster, but. Even those increased XP gains, I was like, "Well, no, this feels this already feels too slow. Like this, this increased version should be how you are progressing through normally." And uh, the fact that it's going to be slower at launch, and also you won't get XP for just playing the game—you have to do specific things. It's not looking good. So, right? Yeah, it's unfortunate. I could see Xbox is not selling this game to anyone who's not already a Halo fan. It's they're really they're really sort of fumbling with this. They got to, they got to do something because yeah, I played it. I was lucky enough to play it. A lot of people didn't get into the flight. So I know the game plays well, but there's not a lot of people that do know that. So they need to, they really need to turn the ship around and start selling people on this game and, and showing more. So I'm hoping we get more of that, but yeah, this is overall pretty disappointing news uh, for Halo. Um. But uh, moving on to number seven, uh, Microsoft has updated its PC Health Check app uh, to include a handy detailed report on whether your PC currently meets the requirements for Windows 11, which is uh, it's it's pretty nice. It's a small little thing, but um, instead of having to find articles and sort of cross-compare, you can just boot up this app, uh, which most people already have. I don't know if it comes stock with Windows 10. It might. Uh, but you can just boot up this app and uh, it'll just green check mark a bunch of different categories and say like, yeah, I know your, your processor's good, RAM's good, all this stuff is good. So it's a nice little uh, sort of stress-free way to, to upgrade if you, if you wanted to do that. I'm still waiting for the kinks to get worked out, but I know that Windows 11, as we talked about in a previous episode, has got a lot of uh, gamer-centric uh, uh, sort of features and, and tweaks and all that stuff. So when yeah. the time comes, it'll be nice to know that I can just boot up this app um and just see green check marks and go cool i don't have to worry about it i can i can upgrade
1: yeah absolutely the california dfeh has amended its complaint filing against activision now suing the company on behalf of the contractors and temporary workers as well as its full-time employees this comes uh this comes to light of activision blizzard Executives being accused of shredding and destroying documents relating to the case. More recently, Activision has made a painfully obtuse attempt to protect its most profitable asset from the current controversy. In the recent gameplay reveals and trailers of Call of Duty Vanguard, Activision's logo is missing from any branding or advertisements. Get him! California, get him! Get his ass!
0: yeah for real (laughs) i'm so sick of this just fucking get him, man make him pay make him pay big time yeah no fucking yeah so i'm hoping that this uh that this you know i mean like we're all expecting i think we're all expecting just a settlement and it goes away and gets shoved under the rug but man i really hope they get their fucking just desserts because this as we talked about on previous episodes this is just like comically fucking evil uh, some of the shit that's happened there and uh yeah it was uh it was it was absolutely laughable to see that because normally the activision logo is the biggest fucking thing you see on the box art and the fucking yep. at and, and the end of the trailer right forget the people that made it it's all about Activision, the publisher so it was it was hilarious to see that just again it's it's something that's not there but it's so fucking noticeable um
1: yeah uh...
0: oh man Yeah, get him. Get him, California. Fucking get him, man. Um, Moving on to news piece number 9. Overwatch's favorite six-shooter cowboy is getting renamed. The character was apparently named after a former Blizzard employee who was named in the lawsuit specifically. There were uh, uh, complaints against him specifically, so... Uh, Blizzard is released a statement, they have released a statement uh, that no characters in, uh, in any other games will be named after employees going forward. It's probably a good call, but see, this is one of those things where it's like, I feel like this is one of those theatrics sort of things where it's like, yeah, but this doesn't really, this isn't an actionable step that changes anything. And also, I bet you there's, I bet you more people than not had no idea that McCree was named after an employee. I didn't know.
1: I didn't so. know either
0: so it's kind of like you're doing it to take away relevance to this person. But at the same time, you just added a whole lot of relevance because nobody knew that this guy was named after it. So I, I understand the business decision behind it. And I mean, it's probably a good principle, like for any game company to not name any characters after real people. It's the same reason, like don't name your kids Khaleesi because guess what? The character ends up being an asshole and then it's kind of ruined. Like, don't get a tattoo don't get a tattoo of Bill Cosby, even though you love his show, because guess what? He might turn out to be a fucking demon. So yeah. That's uh it's a pretty it's, I mean, I guess it's interesting, but you know, it's kind of to be expected.
1: On the bright side, it's high noon. But uh <laughs> the sun's setting on McCree, that's for sure. <laughs> Uh moving on to number ten. The long awaited Valheim update, Hearth and Home, finally has a release date being September sixteenth. The update Yeah, dude. The update is supposed to add um new building materials, weapons. Um they they're adding like an oven, so you're not baking in a cauldron anymore. Nice um and they're adding uh, a bunch of new foods so you're not eating the same berry stew and lox meat pie so
0: yeah that's uh, i'm so fucking excited man this game ah, it, like i mean i'm not going to say it, it's underrated because it definitely got the limelight it deserved and they had a huge amount of success which is awesome but it definitely did suffer from sort of having a finite amount of content at launch and uh, i mean you and i played the shit out of it and uh and then we haven't we i haven't played it in months right so i'm, right. I'm so excited for a reason to jump back into this game because it is truly one of the best survival uh survival sim games that you can play it's so fucking fun this is i awesome, loved it man. yeah
1: absolutely this is, this
0: is great news um, moving on to, um, number 11, Ghost of Tsushima Director's Cut and the Iki Island expansion. They have arrived as of August 20th, and, uh, it's absolutely pan- fantastic, apparently. Uh, it's getting good reviews. It's fantastic. There's a lot, there's a f- new frying pan weapon, and you can fucking just sauce and toss people, turn them into chicken teriyaki. Um.
1: <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, I mean I'm happy for everyone who's able to play the game. I'm not. So, you know, I'm just sitting here on the sidelines fucking just looking through the fence at the at the neighbors green grass and just just wishing and praying. I can't wait to play this game, but uh I'm waiting like I said I'm waiting. I think at this point I'm waiting for that PC uh PC port, but um yeah, I'm glad that this game uh, is doing well, you know, and it, fucking good for Sucker Punch because they, you know, they did the uh, uh, the infamous games, which were pretty good, but they haven't done a whole lot recently, and it's good to see them come back and sort of, they're now one of, the, one of the top dogs at Sony, which is, I mean, it's kind of what their history was, so it's good to see them kind of back on top and making an yeah. awesome AAA game that everybody loves, so.
1: Absolutely, I know I loved that game, yeah, put a lot of time heard- into that game.
0: I've heard from, that's one of those games where it's, like, from everyone I've heard that they've loved it. I haven't heard anyone saying, I played Ghost of Tsushima, it sucked, it was boring. Like, no, everybody's like, oh, man, the wind and the graphics and the art design and the story and every Like, it's just one of those games that everybody seems to love. So, I cannot wait to jump into that.
1: Yeah, dude, in that game, the yeah, there's no GPS. You follow the wind to your destination.
0: I love that. I remember seeing that before the game came out and they were talking about how they're trying to, you know, have a lot of immersion and the the least amount of HUD possible. And it was like, Oh, if you want to figure out where your, where your marked quest is, you press the D pad and yeah, there's a gust of wind and it just sort of points in the direction. That's so fucking cool.
1: Yeah. Moving on to number 12, you will get to slay dragons as the dragon hunter for the seventh time. Now Uh, Skyrim is being released. For a seventh iteration, mainly for the next-gen consoles and PC. Or the current-gen consoles, I should say, and PC. Uh, it's coming with 500-plus new Creation Club items, which are the items you have to pay for. Um, yeah. But if you buy the new version of the game, you get, for free, a new fishing mechanic!
0: Wow! Gunky. Yeah! I love it. I, I He's got to be memeing at this point, right? Like, it's they got to be doing it on purpose, do you think?
1: <laughs> there are, I think, somebody counted four, 13 or 14 different versions of Skyrim you can buy at this point.
0: Yeah. yeah they've, it, uh, I. This is one of those things where I'm not going to buy this, but I'm also not offended because it's like, I again, I feel like Todd's memeing. I feel like they're memeing. They're doing this as a joke. They know some people will buy it. I don't think they're planning on a lot of people to buy it. I think they're just releasing it for the sake of releasing Skyrim again. Yeah. Um, so that's that's cool if you want. I'm skyrim out. I mean, I played the absolute shit of it when it came out, as did everybody at the time. But um, yeah, if you want to fish in Skyrim, I guess you can, you can do that. See, this is the problem with Skyrim is that it's so moddable and it's so... Like, you can... You can do all this if you have it on Steam and just go to Steam Workshop and there you go. You know what I mean? Like it's right. There's so many mods that absolutely transform this game. But, you know, uh, fucking kudos to Bethesda. You guys are absolutely off your rocker. Um, <laughs> and, you know, what's funny is that I'm not even confident this is the last release we'll get. We'll get Elder Scrolls fucking 6 and they'll still be releasing Skyrim.
1: <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. Cause like, why won't they do that all. for Oblivion, man? I want eight different copies of Oblivion. I don't want six different copies of Skyrim. I literally own Skyrim six different times.
0: Like, yeah, I agree. It'd be nice if they went back and reworked, or even just like port Oblivion to Skyrim's engine. You know what I mean? Just so you have the updated yeah. combat and all that stuff. Yeah, I think a lot of people would like that. But no, nope, they're just dead set on Skyrim again. So, <laughs> you have that to look forward to. Woo-hoo. Um. That is our last item of news for the day. Now we get into uh, rumors. We got five rumors for you. Uh, numero one, small little guy, but uh, two more images have leaked from Starfield's 2018 build, and it confirms that the game does, in fact, take place in space. So that's pretty neat.
1: nice space. Yeah. Who'd have thought? Yeah. According to Data Miners, Apex Season 11 will include a beautiful tropical-themed island map with lush forests and a beautiful resort for you to kick back with your lifeline, pal, and sip on some mimosas.
0: Nice. Nice. I like it um i'll i might jump into that i uh I, I booted up apex a little while ago just to give it a go and it is uh it is quite fun it's probably my favorite battle royale i do like the way that the game plays and i like the nice long time to kill and all that good stuff so i might jump yeah. into that and see um rumor numero three uh some job postings online uh, suggests that Machine Games, the developer behind Bethesda's Wolfenstein franchise, are working on a new AAA multiplayer game. The post specifically mentions experience working with uh, bots as human replacements in a multiplayer setting. So this is kind of cool because uh, the new Wolfenstein games, like you're play- uh, when you play them, they're so fast and frantic, and like they definitely have that Quake feeling, which of course is just Machine Games. That's like their legacy, that's their history is with Quake, but. We haven't seen a new game kind of like that. So it it'll be interesting to see if we get like a super just ridiculously gory m- PvP machine games game.
1: Yeah, dude. Let's hope uh let's hope it's something cool, you know.
0: Yeah, I'm here for it.
1: Moving on, our boy uh industry insider Tom Henderson, the man the myth the legend, said our he boy he's heard rockstar is targeting a 2022 release for the remastered gta titles
0: that's not really that surprising i uh yeah i kind of figured yeah this uh this holiday's a little crowded and again i don't know who their target demographic is for these because again we don't really know how they look and how they play it's a bit weird with their whole it's a remake but they're gonna play like the old ones so Right. i don't know i don't know if they really if they're confident on how much these things will sell so it makes sense to sort of delay them to 2022 where there originally wasn't a lot of competition but now there is actually so it'll be interesting to it. see when they drop it in 2022 because yeah everything's there now um mm-hmm. so that'll be interesting but I, if i had to guess i could see these ones being like a late spring like may release yeah, like a q2 kind of drop yeah yeah exactly uh, get it out there where there's not a whole lot of competition. See if people uh, see if nostalgia will sell.
1: Steam Spring um, Sale,
0: exactly. That'd be a perfect time to drop it. Yeah. Um, and the last rumor for today, this one is specifically exciting for Moi. But uh, data miners have found quite a few assets uh, intended for The Last of Us Part Two's scrapped multiplayer mode, giving us some information about the direction, the possible direction of the upcoming standalone factions game. So in the files of The Last of Us Part II, um, there were um, different sets of armor, light, medium, heavy, and uh, different backpacks with different gameplay bonuses. Um, there, uh, but uh, the most interesting piece was that they found a, uh, a large open map that uh, had elements from the campaign in it. Um, sort of different areas from the campaign all scattered within it, and the map was so large that it's one of those things that you look at, and it seems like it's designed for battle royale. Um, or possibly a large team battle, but, I mean, more likely a battle royale. Uh, this is really fucking cool, because it's one of those things where it's like, bat- there's been so many battle royales that if there's ever a new game that comes out with a battle royale, it's it's immediately sort of looked upon with, oh, you're just sort of hopping on the trend, bloody blah but... There are a few games, and I maintain this, there are a few games that haven't done it before that would totally work for the universe and setting. And The Last of Us is absolutely that game. I mean, you're already, like in a single player, you're already walking around finding components, crafting molotovs, crafting upgrades for your guns. Uh, So it would literally be a seamless transition to make that into a Battle Royale. I personally would think that's kind of awesome. I don't think... And I would hope that that's not the only mode. Like, I still do want a proper factions game, as do many people, because that was a surprise hit with the first one. But uh, it would be interesting to see them have a Battle Royale mode, because I I just think that would lend really well to the universe. You know, even if it's only, like, there's eight players on a map, and there's a bunch of clickers and infected scattered around. And, like, you know, maybe you have have common infected in low loot areas, but the high loot areas have, like, the clickers. That sounds cool to me. That sounds really fucking cool. Exactly. I want to hear that where it's like I'm going in there and there's I know there's a high level shotgun in there and then you start hearing the clicks. Like man, that sounds pretty fucking cool to me.
1: <laughs> yeah, dude, it would actually be pretty cool. Yeah. Let's hope I'm, they're uh, right.
0: Yeah, let's hope that's what they're what's the, what they're doing. And and more importantly, I want to shift the conversation here a little bit. What do we think Sony is doing? Because summer has come and gone, and they haven't even talked about doing a state of play or an E3-like press conference. Do we think they're doing anything? Because this is one of the biggest games that people are curious about. Naughty Dog has told us that they are making a standalone Last of Us multiplayer game. Um, They've mentioned it in a few of their uh, investors' presentations where they want it to be a game that people come back to and is supported um and there is actually an interesting uh quote where he said that they want to reach uh millions and millions of players which has a lot of people myself included thinking that this might be a pc ps5 cross-play game um and obviously they have the last of us remake the controversial last of us remake that's happening like what do yeah. we think sony's doing are they like what do you think's going on do you think they're just not going to do anything i mean i feel like they gotta do something
1: yeah, I don't know. I think they're gonna do something. They're probably not gonna tell us till like a week before. But it would be silly for them to not do something because there's a lot that people wanna know about. Like right. the Last of Us Factions. We wanna know are they gonna port more games over to PC? Like
0: Yeah, which they... are the next games that are coming, right?
1: Right. What are what are they doing?
0: God of War Ragnarok. We haven't heard uh we haven't anything. heard anything out of them anything. It's been a year and a half since they announced that. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, that's see that's what I that's what I, that's what it comes down to for me. Like obviously they've got to, but like this is like unprecedented. Like we've we've had so many leaks of people saying July 4th, that's the state of play. And then it comes and goes and they're like July 19th, and it's like August 8th, August 22nd. All these dates have come and gone. So not yeah. a peep at a Sony, not a peep. So I think you're right. I think if they do do something, it'll be one of those like hey join us in 3 days and like it's just kind of like a surprise announcement but it's right. just crazy to me that they haven't done it already that they haven't felt the need i mean it's big dick energy it's big dick energy for sure Big time. that you that you don't need to sell people and i mean they don't they're they're winning this generation by a lot but yeah it's uh i'm getting it's not even frustrated it's kind of like it's almost like I'm getting more excited because it's like, man, like you guys have a lot to talk about. You haven't said anything yet. Like, I really hope you come up with this huge event and just lay the table of all this stuff. Right.
1: Right. It's like, yeah, it probably, it's probably like a situation where, um, uh, this is like in the music. So when Eminem, Drake, little Wayne and Kanye West made forever, Kanye West already wrote his verse, but when Eminem presented his verse to the rest of the guys, Kanye West said, you know what? Mine isn't good enough. I need to go back and rewrite this. So what if it's a situation like Sony had their whole thing planned out? They had their state of play planned out and then saw Microsoft.
0: Ah, interesting. That is a really good theory because you know what? Um again, all the Halo Infinite controversy aside, Xbox had a fucking killer E3 this year. You're right. That might be it. That might be so, it. Maybe they got overconfident and they were like, "Yeah, we'll just do a regular state of play." And then they saw what Microsoft did and they went back to the drawing board. That's a very good idea. Yeah. That's a very good idea. Yeah.
1: That's my guess. I don't know.
0: No, that's a solid guess. I'm I, yeah, I think I might be in that camp now. But um we're getting we're getting antsy out here, Sony. You got to give us something. Just 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 come out and uh, and give us something. Yeah, I'd I'd love to know what the next uh, game is. There was obviously that investors presentation that leaked, where it it seems like it's Uncharted Four. Um, but you know, I would love again Ghost of Tsushima. That's a newer game, so I, I doubt that one's you know in the next few. But for me, God of War, I would love to play that game again at like 60 frames maybe even 120 frames just buttery smooth so Mm. there's a lot there's a lot that people are waiting on a lot of information that people are waiting on so get to it jim let's fucking see it all right
1: yeah come on mr ryan
0: stop shutting down studios and telling people you don't care about old games and just get to make it a state of play please
1: come on yeah just be like gabe it just works
0: it just works I'll be praying to God Howard for uh, for an update on this one. But that is God the show, Howard. ladies and gents. God Howard. That's the show. That's the info you might have missed. The biggest info you might have missed in the past two weeks. If you liked what you heard, stick around. We're on Spotify. We're on Google Podcasts now, too. Um, and, uh, yeah. That's that's the show. I feel like I'm missing something, but we don't have anything to plug. We don't do anything. Why do I feel like I'm missing something?
1: Um. I don't know. Uh... This this episode was sponsored by Raid Shadow Legends. No, I'm kidding.
0: I... My wife was dying of cancer, and then she installed Raid Shadow Legends, and her cancer went away. It's critically
1: get, acclaimed mobile game.
0: Get raids, Raid Shadow Legends, please. Please get it.